ಶ್ರೀಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸರಸ್ವತೀ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸದ್ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಸಮಸ್ತಜನಕಲ್ಯಾಣೇನಿರತುಣಾಮಯ ನಮಿ ಚಿನ್ಮಯ ದೇವರು
revelation of the truth. What is the nature of the truth is revealed. Now while revealing the truth, the Shruti uses two methods. One is Sopatika Brahma, Nirupatika Brahma. Brahman with Upadhi, Brahman without Upadhi. <coughs> Brahman with understanding, Brahman with the help of adjuncts. Brahman without any adjuncts, as is. That's called Nirupatikam. So it is easy to understand the presence of Paramatma, the Lord, the consciousness with the mind. The mind is the Lord is present, the consciousness is present in the mind, it is easier to understand. But consciousness as is, without any upadhi, it's very difficult to appreciate because you can never know existence of <coughs> consciousness without vādi. That is why scientists are not able to accept consciousness as is. Even after the death of the intellect, even after the death of the person, there is a survivor that is consciousness. They are not able to accept. That independent existence of consciousness this is not cold, this is allergy, okay? So don't worry, you won't get it. That independent existence of Paramatma consciousness is or cannot be just appreciated because it is not an object, it is the very subject. Subject cannot be objectified. Now that is the language used here in the fourth mantra, Anecha Dekam Manaso Javiya. So Anejat Unmoving. Panasaha, than mind, javiyaha, swifter than, <coughs> etat deva apnuyan purvam arshate, deep, one, so first it is said, unmoving, then it is said, it is faster than the mind. Now when you say it doesn't move, then it is talking about consciousness 
its own original state. Because the Lord fills the whole universe, it cannot move anywhere. If you want to move to a place from one place to another, that place you are not there before. Only then it can move. Now space cannot move to another space because space fills the entire universe. So unmoving is correct. But at the same time it moves. How? Identifying with the mind. When you identify with the mind, it looks as though it is moving. It is not really moving, but it looks as though moving. Because the jiva travels from one body to another body. <clears throat> so what is that? When the mind leaves the body, the body becomes inert. There is no consciousness there. <laughs> but then that mind enter into another one. Then it looks like as though consciousness has entered. So it is not so. Consciousness is always there. The mind travels in consciousness. So this apparently he used here as manaso javiyaha faster than the mind. Nainat deva apnuyan purvamarshat Gods could not catch it because it ran before them. Devas here means senses. Senses cannot catch. All the senses can catch or understand or see or objectify if consciousness is an object. Consciousness is not an object, therefore devas here means senses cannot catch. And before them it is already there. (laughs) This is also another phenomena one has to reflect to appreciate this phenomena. What is this perception, the theory of perception? How do you see an object in the world? Now think about it. The sun is bright, brilliant, shining. Your eyes are also bright, brilliant, shining. In both, what is common? Both are in consciousness. (laughs) So, the sun is existing in consciousness. You are also existing in consciousness. Therefore, the experience of seeing the sun is possible. If one of them doesn't have that blessing, let us say the eyes are there, but eyes are blind. Through that two apertures, consciousness is not beaming out. Then the experience of seeing sun is not possible. 
So any experience of seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, all of them possible only when it is bathed, that object is bathed in consciousness. It exists in consciousness and you are also existing in consciousness. Therefore, the transaction is possible. If one of them is absent, then the transaction is not possible. So this is what is meant here, that neither deva apnuyan puram arshate. So devas, gods could not catch it, it ran before them. <laughs> the consciousness is already there before. So before the eyes can reach and observe that particular object, the object was already in existence. <clears throat> so it exists in consciousness already. So it has ran before. It running anyat anyan others atyedi overtakes tishtade. So it goes faster than those who run after it. Sitting it travels, it is said. So Standing or sitting, it runs faster than all. But this is an experience we all know. Suppose somebody comes and tells you he came from Washington, D.C., met you, I did 200 miles, three hours, if you say. It is not that he has done it. The vehicle that he is, he was sitting, the vehicle ran 200 miles. So he was sitting in the vehicle, but it ran. <laughs> so sitting, it is running means. Sitting means Bhagavan consciousness is sitting. It is not moving anywhere, but in his presence, everything moves. So movement is only for the upadhi, not for paramatma. Tasmin napo matarishwa tatati. Matarishwa means the wind, air, vayu devata supports the activity of all living beings. So all living beings Matarishwa, prana. Prana supports In 
the form of prana, life has entered into every living being. Madarishwa Dasminapo Madarishwa Dadati. So life is prana. That prana is the one that enlivens everything. This much we saw last time. Now let's see. So many explanations are there for this. One is prana is the one that enlivens our living being. From vayu came water. Water is the source of our living being. Both ways can be taken. So everything is from water. The water comes earth, earth comes aushadis. Aushadis are the one that supports life. Now continuing. Tadejati Tanejati Tadure Tadantike Tadantarasya Sarvasya Tadu Sarvasya Asya Bahyataha Tat Ejati It moves Tat Na Ejati It does not move So it moves Upadhi Identifying with Upadhi it doesn't move means in its own absolute state. In its own absolute state, there is no movement. But when you identify with Upati, it looks as though it is moving. Now, the, you are sitting in the car, you look out, even you are driving, and somebody else driving, you are sitting in the back seat and then you look out, what happened? All the trees are running, isn't it? <laughs> Though they are stationary, you feel they are running. But who is running? It is not they are running, you are running. <laughs> so here, sitting, it, uh, Atman, moves means Upadi. Atman moves not means in its own absolute state. It is far and it is very near. Now those who know the truth, it is the closest. Near and far is again a concept. When I say that wall and this mic, then I say this microphone and this, that microphone and this body. Body is nearer than the microphone. 
Then I said that body and this mind. Body is far compared to mind. Mind is nearer. Then I can say that mind and this intellect. Mind is farther than the intellect. Intellect is nearer. Now I can say that intellect and this ego, ahamkara. Ahamkara is closer to, closer than intellect. Then I say that ego, and then where will I go to say this? (laughs) This consciousness, right? Consciousness is nearer. Then can I again say that consciousness and this what? You cannot go further. So that consciousness is the nearest in you. So the one who knows that I am that consciousness for him, it is very near. The one who doesn't know this, far away. Far away because the seeker denies the sought. The moment you start seeking, what happens? All of us are seekers. We are seeking what? Consciously or unconsciously, that Paramatma only. Whether you know or not, we are seeking something in our life. Right now we are seeking in the empirical world through the objects, money, power, status, situation, comfort. Through all these, what are we seeking? In fact, we are seeking ourselves. This fact is not known to us. But in and through our pleasures, what are we seeking? Myself. That is why, even though whenever you seek something in the world outside, you get it. It's not that you don't get it. And you fulfill your desire also. Then you should have stopped, isn't it? Hey, I got what I wanted. A young man, until he marry, he thinks that marriage is his fulfillment. Now, once he get married, he should stop seeking, isn't it? No, he doesn't. Then seeking continue. And after coming here, getting a good job, and then buying a good house, then having a BMW, these are all desires, right? Okay, you bought it. Then you should keep quiet. No. <laughs> Now next, what is next? So what? I got it. Now again seek. The seeking continues. We become an eternal seeker. You remain as eternal seeker as long as you seek. Why? Because what you are seeking, unless you realize it is already with you, you will not stop seeking. So, Whatever that we are seeking in our life, we already have. Only three things we seek in our life. 
not too many things. We think that we want so many things. Actually, no. They are all coming from only three things. One is, I want to live a day more. Everybody, nobody wants to die today. Even 99-year-old man says, he will say, Marnai Achahe, you know, he will say, better I die. Then you ask, can I help you? <laughs> Not today, tomorrow. <laughs> because this is our nature. Our nature is infinite. Therefore, this desire to live longer is something that is born with you. It is not you picked up. It's born with you. Natural. That's why we don't know how to keep this body forever. That's why we have children. Your name is continuing. People do not have children, etc. They do charity so that their name, that institution will run. All these are because of the desire to live eternally. The second desire is, I want to know everything. Nobody likes ignorance. You cannot be left out. If any news is going on, you want to know. Why we are reading newspapers, CNN and cable news, etc. Why? We want to know what is going on. Nobody wants to be ignorant. We want to know everything. Second problem. Third problem is, I want to be happy. Not happy temporarily, but I want to be happy eternally. Uninterrupted Ananda. Unalloyed Ananda. Now, these three are the main source of problem and all other problems are stem from there, offshoot of this. We want to secure. So insecurity, that's why we think that if we have a good job, a permanent job, what permanent job? There is nothing permanent in the world. You yourself is not permanent. How can you have a permanent job? We are always seeking. There is also a relative term. In India there is a six months probation, then afterward they make you permanent. So you may be a permanent until you retire, but still this job itself, the company itself go bankruptcy. I got a permanent job in a bank, then bank afterwards file chapter 11, then what you do? So permanency is the world itself is not permanent, you yourself is not permanent. There is nothing permanent. It is only an idea. It's a comparison. So this insecurity is coming from where? Forget that I am the most secured. I do not know my nature is eternal. Once you know this, there is no insecurity. 
then I am all knowledge, awareness, consciousness. All knowledge in the world that we collect or gain through intellect. That very adhara support of the intellect is consciousness. If I am not alive, Einstein, greatest mathematician, his brain is preserved in a museum. You go and ask two plus two to the brain. He will not answer. <laughs> because that enlivening factor has gone. So the very support, athara of the intellect is Paramatma. So he knows, he is an over of everything. So if you know that I am that Paramatma, then you know everything. Then comes Ananda. Our Surupa is Ananda. That's why when we are happy, we are very comfortable. We don't want to change the situation. So whatever be your nature, you are comfortable. If you are unhappy, it's not our nature, so we want to get out of it. We struggle hard to get rid of it. So that itself shows your nature is Ananda. And we are seeking this Ananda in the world outside. (coughs) When the Ananda, the source of bliss, is yourself, we forget that we seek this Ananda elsewhere. Therefore, we get cheated. So these three factors, the dure tadandike, the one who knows for him, Paramatma is very near, the nearest. The one who doesn't know, he thinks it is far, far away. So many theories are there, God is in the heaven. And in Vaikuntha or in Kailas. So, all this theology, they think that Lord is far away. That's why Hindi mein to kahavatena. Sap upparwane ke hatme hai. Upparwala. So, he is upstairs somewhere sitting. This thought is because we think he is far, far away. In fact, he is the nearest one. Nearest in the sense, the witness of everything that is happening in you. That Paramatta Dandarasya Sarvasya Tadu Sarvasya Asya Bhakhyadaha. Paramatta, one theory is that the Lord is in you. Consciousness is in you. Another one is, you are in consciousness. So, tadandarasya sarvasya, that Paramatma is inside you. Then what happened? This theory is a problem. Because then we think that everybody has got separate, separate Atma. Jeevatma is separate, separate. I have an Atma, you have an Atma, ant has got an Atma. 
or mosquitoes, God, Atma, all this, every, every Atma is different. There are schools of thought also, they believe that there are different, different jivas. Their theory is that if there is only one Paramatma, one jiva, let us say, then suppose you realize the truth, everybody should realize at one time, it is not happening. Somebody realize that is his own knowledge, not others. So this theory is refuted by Vedanta saying that electricity is one. If one bulb fuses, doesn't mean all bulb fuses. <laughs> so the same way, so this theory that when you say Paramatma is inside, then we may develop a thought that they are all separate, separate. That's why the teacher immediately say, Tadandarasya sarvasya, tadu sarvasya asya bahyataha. It is, in fact, you are in consciousness. See the space when we look through the wall, it is our, you say, this inside space, the room, the space is very little because the room is small, the space is small. But when we look outside, there's a lot of space. Now think about it, from the space standpoint, is it inside or outside? (laughs) It is neither inside nor outside. Outside also a term you use with reference to the building. Otherwise there is no outside inside in space. The same way in Paramatma, there is something called, nothing called outside Paramatma, inside Paramatma. But one thing is good about this statement is, when Paramatma is inside, you can experience it. Outside, you cannot see it. Inside, you can experience because as waker, as dreamer, as deep sleeper, you have experience. I am waker. The one who is illumining my waking experience, one who is illumining my dream experience, even though I close my eyes, sleep, but within me there is a world of dream. And somebody is illumined that dream. And that deep sleep, even though I do not know I am sleeping, but somebody is witnessing it, some entity is witnessing it. That's why when I wake up, I can say, I slept well, I didn't know anything. So this experience of Paramatma is possible because of his presence within me. But outside his presence is there not, we will not be able to see it, experience it. But he is there. Tadandarasya sarvasya pahyasya sarvada. Outside also his presence is there because 
the space. The quality of space is shabda, sound. <laughs> In the atmosphere, how many different kinds of what is that? Electronic waves are going on, isn't it? When you dial cell number from for India, you know, it immediately say hello. <laughs> How it is traveling? Huh? If space is not there, it is not possible. And that space is alive, <laughs> vibrant with life, isn't it? It is not dead. So unless the presence of Lord is not there, space will be inert, insentient, it will not be able to function. It is functional. The space carries so many different kinds of sound waves, but one doesn't get mixed with another. This theory, this science is able to discover this theory because there is a law behind it. If there is a law, there is a law-giver also. And that law-giver is very active. He is not that... <laughs> he is vibrant and active. Ah, continuing. Yes, tu sarvani bhūtāni Atmanevanu Pashyati Atmanevanu Pashyati Sarva Bhuteshu Chatmanam Sarva Bhuteshu Chatmanam Tato Naviju Gupsate Yaha Tu Sarvani Bhutani Atmani Eva Anupashyati. A similar verse is there in Gita also. Yomam Pashyati Sarvatra Sarvam Chamai Pashyati. There are verses very similar to this in Bhagavad Gita. That's why these 18 verses or 18 chapters of Gita, it is said. Yaha, this knower of truth, Param Jnani, one who sees Sarvani Bhutani, <coughs> Bhuta here all bodies actually, <coughs> Atmanyeva Anupashyati. So all the bodies are existing in Atma. All the parts are existing in clay. <coughs> All the waves are existing in ocean. So this understanding. So yaha, that's why ishavasimidam sarvap, the first mantra. The explanation is this, okay? So that is the main topic. So, Ishavasyam idam sarvam, idam sarvam jagate permeated by, inherent and concurrent, he is Paramatma. 
So clay is concurrent and inherent in pot. Same way, Paramatma is inherent and concurrent. Otaprotavate. So if you remove that, there is no existence. So when you see mistake a rope for snake, Where is the rope? Rope is separately sitting there or snake is separate? The very same rope is snake, isn't it? The problem is when you see snake, you don't see rope. The moment you see rope, then you don't see snake. So you can say, this snake was or the rope was vasyam achadam it covers the rope has covered the snake you can say <laughs> rope was inherent and concurrent in the snake I tell you there is no example like that to explain Vedanta <laughs> there is no example like rope snake Yaha to Sarvani Bhutani Atmani Eva Anupashyati Sarvabhute Shuchatmanam Tatona Vichuputsate. He sees the Atma in all beings. He has no Vichukupsate. Vichukupsate means he doesn't shrink or he does not get perturbed or disturbed. Once you know that his own Atma is in all Atma and all of them are in his Atma, this understanding is there, then there is no question of Vijugupsa. Vijugupsa means one meaning is he will not have any hatred towards others. He will not have jealousy for others. I think you are to place Suttato Navijugupsate. There are cards there. You won't be able to cut me. Sorry, sorry. Can we come from the other side? So, whenever there is oneness, where is the question of difference? So, this is the point we have to understand. 
So there is only one self that is appearing as this world. So as if you appreciate I am that self, so that very self is appearing in the form of this world. So therefore there is no question of otherness. There is no duality. Wherever there is duality, there is fear. Dedadhi bhayam bhavati. So suppose there was a couple sleeping in the night. Suddenly downstairs wife hears some sound. So she wakes up her husband say, hey, go and see who is there. Her husband doesn't want to go. He says, there are two reasons why I don't want to go. What is the first one? If I get up and go, if there is nobody there, it's a waste of time, unnecessarily, why should I get up? If there is nobody there, so what is the point? Then she says, suppose there is somebody. That is the second reason. (laughs) Suppose there is someone. (laughs) I don't want to face him. She got so annoyed with him. Darpok, you are so covered. I didn't know that. I would not have married you. All that kind of things he starts saying. So it hurts his ego. So he got up. And for safety he took one, you know, this um, baseball hat, you know, bat in his hand. And then slowly, slowly went down. He saw one shadow moving. Then he became ready. Then, as he was waiting to hit that guy, suddenly what did he see? His own son. He is looking for some drinks in the refrigerator. The moment you recognize that, he is my son. Fear disappears, isn't it? Ah. Until he thought there is somebody else, fear was there. The moment he recognized it's my own son, that oneness, what happened? Fear disappeared. So this is what happens to the realized person. There is no question of fear for him. From whom he is? fear of, afraid of. So this is person na bijubhupsate. Continuing. (coughs) Yasmin sarvani bhutani Yasmin sarvani bhutani Atmeva bhut vijanataha Tatrako moha kashokaha Tatrako moha kashokaha Now that time when the realization takes place, 
what all different things and beings I was seeing, he realizes they are all me, myself alone. Yasmin sarvani bhūtāni atmeva abhūt vijānataha. Whatever that name and form that I am seeing, it is something like the ocean, the water realizes all the waves are nothing but myself. This realization, once it takes place, no waves is afraid of the other waves. So this I was seeing is me alone, not different but me. No plurality. The moment that realization takes place, where is the mohaha, tatraka, ko mohaha, kashokaha? This is a benefit, phalam. There is no question of moha. Moha is the one give rise to shoka. Shoka, moha, bhaya. We have only three problems, according to Bhagavadam. <laughs> Shoka, Bhaya, Moha. Shoka is always thinking about the past, regret of the past. Oh, I should have done that, I should have done this. So, regret of the past. Then Bhayam is future. What will happen to me? What will happen to my life? So, this thinking about the future gives you fear. Now, regret of the past, fear of the future, both you experience when present moment, isn't it? So, when you experience both in the present moment, that state of mind is called moha, confusion. Total confusion. <laughs> you don't know what to do. You don't know. You can't move forward. Can't take any decision. So this kind of situation is called moha. So shoka, moha, bhaya. All these will disappear. Bhagavadgara says, if you listen to Bhagavadam, all the three will go. <laughs> because Bhagavan enters your heart and he will remove all the problems. So here also, that is figuratively said, but here the idea is, once you know that your own Antaratma is present in all living beings, what I am seeing is only a name and form, and what is really the content and the substance is Paramatma. Without a substance, name and form has no real existence. Without clay, pot has no existence. Without Paramatma, the world has no existence independently. And that Paramatma is my nature. This understanding comes. Ko mohaha kashokaha. Ekatvam anupasyataha. 
So that's why Bhagavan said in Gita also. Yetnyatva Napunarmoham Yivam Nyasasi Pandava. Gita also same verse. Same style is given. This is the the Phanashruti. Ashto Mohaha Smitar Labdha Karishye Vachanam Tava. They're all in Gita. Now the eighth mantra, that is the conclusion of the whole topic. Now when you are concluding, whole topic means jnana, path of knowledge. The teacher is concluding here and concluding words will contain repetition. Most of the topic that is the words that you have seen before, it will be repeated also. That is the style of our teachers when they teach. Whatever they want to teach, they will tell that in the first line. (laughs) Then that particular statement they will break into different, different subtopics. Each one they will explain. When they conclude, they summarize the whole topic. See, this is how how well organized they are thinking. So how to present a paper also you should know. Ah, Most of us, our Indian PhDs and research scholars, they are all wonderful people, brilliant people. But when it comes to writing, they don't know how to write. (laughs) The unnecessary things they write first. The person who is reading it, analyzing it, they will read that thing that is useless, they will reject. But what is important, that should be given first. <laughs> then you give explanation. <laughs> Instead of saying that, you know, I was uh, doing research on this particular topic and then finally, suddenly somebody came and told me, why don't you do this? And then I started doing this. Then I talked, took the sample. Then all this paraphernalia, they will do it. <laughs> Nobody has patience to read all that. <laughs> So we should know how to present a paper. Here are all the examples. Our scriptures. Saparyaga chukramaka yamavranam Asnaviram shuddhamapapavidham Kavirmani si paribhu soyambhu. Kavirmani si paribhu soyambhu. Yatha dhatya dorthan vithatha shashwati pyasamabhya. Yatha dhatya dorthan Vetata Shashwati Bhya Samabhya Sa Paryaga Chukram Akayam Avranam Saha, that Atma Paryaga means all pervading Paryaga Chukram, bright Akayam 
bodyless. Therefore, avranam. Avranam means no injury. The one who has no body, you cannot get injured. There is no injury. Asnaviram. Asnaviram means without muscles. So there is no... When there is no vranam, when there is no body, there is no injury. When there is no injury, there is no muscles also to cut and the blood coming out, etc. is not possible. (laughs) Asnaviram. This is the gross body level. So, a man... So, saha... Paryagat, Shukram, Shukram here is Shuddham, Shuddham, bright, Akayam, bodiless, Avranam, no injury, Asnaviram, no muscle, flesh or bone, Shuddham, pure, Apapavidham, Apapavidham means Papa. Vitha means filled with, riddled with, tortured by. What papam? Papa vitha means filled with papa or tortured by papa. Now here, apapa vitha. So the one who is free from papa, sin. So why? Because papam is only when there is ego. Papi is there, then papam is there. So the one who is committing papam is what? Who? Ego. Ankara. I want this, I don't want this. Likes and dislikes. So he is the one creating papa. The Lord is free from ego, therefore there is no papa. So, Papa Karma, he cannot do it because there is no ego. Anakam. Shantam Shashyadam Aprameyam Anakam. Narvana Shantipradam. Anakam means free from Papa sin. Apapa Vidham Shuddham Apapa Vidham. Kavir Manishi Paribhu Soyambhu Kavihi Kavihi means here generally translated as poet, right? Kavi. But here omniscient. So the one who knows everything is called Kavi. Manishi. Kavihi, wise. Manishi, omniscient. Okay. So, Kavi. Also means the one who sees something more than what others see. That is also called Kavi. So, you and I look at a flower falling. You don't see anything. But a poet is the one who come and write a poem on that. 
So that is Kavi. Krana Shakti. Then Manishi here, omniscient. So one is omniscient, another is one who is seeing, seers, Kranda Darshihi, Sarvam Janati. Omniscient. So Kavi and Manishi both are actually synonyms. So one is Krandadarshihi. Krandadarshi means the one who is sees, sees everything. So Manishi also Omniscient, one who knows everything. General knowledge, particular knowledge, that way we can say. Because sometimes you have a general knowledge of everything, but you may not have particular knowledge. Huh? Like a general manager, he has got a general idea about how the factory is running. <laughs> but suppose a particular department, what they are doing, he wants to know, he has to ask that in charge, isn't it? But here Paramatma, the Lord, doesn't have to ask somebody. (laughs) The one who is in charge, he doesn't have to ask. He himself has the capacity to know. So that's called Kavihi Manishi. Paribhu. Paribhu means transcendent. Transcendent means above. Means unaffected. The one who is above means unaffected by these. <coughs> Paramatma cannot be above the creation. He is in and through the creation. But he is not affected by the creation. Paribhu. Uh, hmm. Swayambhu, this word you all must have known. If you go to India, there are a lot of Swayambhu murtis are there. Swayambhu means naturally born. It's not created by anybody. The Lord is Swayambhu. No other person has created Him. Everything else is created by the Lord. People, generally children ask this question, you know. Who created God? <laughs> question comes. So if he is also created, then you ask who created him. <laughs> that becomes Godder than him, isn't it? <laughs> so there is a problem. So there is no question of somebody creating him. So Yambuhu. So self-existing. Yathathadhyatha. Vedadadhyada arthan function Vedadat allotted Shashwadipya eternal samapya. Now, the, this one is very 
Interesting. Yadatadhyata means. See, Bhagavan has allotted different, different department, different, different jobs. So, Yadatadhyata. This Suyambhu Bhagavan has divided. So first Brahman, identifying with Maya, becomes Ishwara. Then Ishwara is the one, Srishti Stiti Layakarta, the one who creates, sustains and destroys. And that power he divides into different entities like Brahmaji for creation. Vishnu for maintenance, Shiva for destruction. Then under Brahmaji, Prajapatis, those who are in charge of creation. There are fourteen Prajapatis are there. So all those things comes in the Puranas. So all this, the division of responsibilities, Yathatata, Punya karma. Now their seats are allotted. There must be some why this person become Brahma, why this person becomes Indra. There are qualifications. That's what is mentioned here. Yatha tadhyā. According to their karma, their seats are allotted. So yatha tadhyā. So there is a, it's not a random thing, though, because it's not a cabinet. You know, when the president is there, then he allot, he appoints his own cabinet and give delegate powers, etc. That is politics. There are reasons why this person is there. So there are some, but it's not like that in the world politics. It is Bhagavan's politics, but unless you deserve it, you will not get that seat. <laughs> so, Eternal Samapya to years. So, according to their qualification, these rules are given to them and then they run the entire creation. Now, here ends the Jnana Marga portion. Now, next verse on <coughs> verse the 9 to 3, 9, 10, 11 is one set. 9 to 18 mantras talk about Karma Yoga. We shall see that next class. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamagachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashyate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Myodamaha Hari Om